welcome back to Trennis Magnus, Jab's Reality, presented by Two True Freaks. I'm your host, Magnus, and what I do, at least in my main gig, what I do is I talk about comics, movies, and TV shows, but the promise and the pledge of Trennis Magnus, Jab's Reality is basically to talk about a bunch of stuff that doesn't necessarily have a place with my main show or maybe it's a little bit too off the beaten path or just whatever or as it goes for today's episode it could very well be that time really is kind of working against me on this i'm not going to have an opportunity to release this episode as an episode of trinus magnus punches reality and so for those reasons trinus magnus jabs reality it is so basically, guys, what's going on is there's a huge crossover brewing in television's Arrowverse. Big doings are afoot. Many, many guest stars are going to be guest starring. And being as I'm sort of the resident Smallville guy, I think I, at this point I'm pretty well established among like the royal freaking elite of S Smallville apologists to be found anywhere on the internet. Obviously, I've, I feel some kind of way about some of the recent news announcements that have gone on, but I wasn't completely sure how I wanted to react to this or what I wanted to say. It's like I said uh, a couple of week, uh, days ago or maybe a week ago or something like that in an episode of Trinus Magnus Jab's reality that I released. At some point, I don't know when this happened, but at some point I sort of became known as the hot takes guy. And so I don't really have too much of a hot take on what's going on right now. Guest appearances uh, from cast members of Smallville in the Arrowverse. I, I don't exactly have a hot take on that. But at the same time, I wasn't completely sure what I wanted to say or for that matter, how best I should go about saying it. And so I sort of found myself in this weird sort of stalemate. You know, what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? And for that matter, when am I going to have a chance to do it? And in the middle of all of this, the answer, I'm, guys, I'm not kidding, was staring me, not literally right in the face, but in a kind of figurative sort of way, staring me right in the face. I was getting all of these messages, um, all these text messages from a friend of mine who could scarcely contain his excitement over goings-on with, well, let's just say it, Tom Welling and Erica Durant's reprising their characters from Smallville and the Crisis on Infinite Earths Arrowverse crossover, right? This friend of mine, as I say, could scarcely contain his excitement. Oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. I, I, I can't wait. And so me, I think it would be fair to say my reaction was a bit more subdued. And so it seemed like the most obvious thing in the world. Hey, why not invite this guy onto my show so that he and I can hash things out, just talk this over, and not necessarily to change minds, but more, I guess, to, how shall I say, uh, present kind of a balanced presentation. So it is with great pleasure that I welcome to the show for the very first time, a very close friend of mine, Mr. Dave Atterbury. Welcome to the show, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm thoroughly impressed I, I i always believed that part of those intros you had to have pre-recorded just repeat and to hear it live just blows my mind <laughs> <laughs> anyways well, you, go ahead 
Oh, no, I was just say it's great to be here. Great to be ah, here. Okay. So, well, sorry, it's just sorry. if you do anything often enough, sooner or later, it, oh, yeah. it sort of becomes like muscle memory. So, uh, oh, yeah. anyway, thanks for coming on the show, man. You're, uh, I, you know, I don't mind. I'm not trying to put pressure on you, you understand, but uh, you're, you are kind of bailing me out here a little bit. I, I really do appreciate that. So, um, before we get going, I guess, into, like, the nitty-gritty of, you know, this crossover stuff and, you know, goings-on with that, um, why don't you give my listeners just a little bit of your origin story, as much of your origin story as you see fit, your history, your relationship, your fandom of and with Smallville. Like, how did it begin? How did it develop? You know, what's the current state of affairs with your Smallville fandom today? Just, you know, take it away. Got it. Okay. Uh, Smallville, for me, has always been... Um, well, let me go back to the beginning. So, I got married the same year Smallville started. Wow. So, yeah. So, it was kind of... Um, so, the early years of Smallville... I'll be honest, I was kind of a sporadic watcher. Hmm. You know, I was a newlywed. I was kind of busy with that. And, um, you know, and it, it just kind of uh, was always there. At the time, I worked out of my boss's house. And I worked with a couple of guys that were my friends. And we were all of the same kind of geeky persuasion. Hmm. Huge Superman fans. And so we talked about the show a lot. And... Um, but again, they were still all single at the time. I was the, the married guy. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then I had my oldest son, and he um, was born with Down syndrome, had a lot of health problems, yeah. was in and out of the hospital a ton for the first couple of years. So, so the first phase of Smallville, uh, all the way through to almost the end of the second phase of Smallville, up to uh, season six, Smallville's shippiest season, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I was kind of in and out, in and out, in and out. You know, I would miss episodes. I'd kind of have to play catch up. And again, this is back in the, the good old days for you youngsters where I was recording episodes on VHS. You know, I mean, that was... Wow! You know what I mean? Like, it was... <laughs> you know, I didn't get DVR until I... I think it was... I think... I think it was season seven. Might have been season eight before I actually had a DVR. So... um so, and hopefully this isn't too rambly, but where I really got into Smallville was kind of, you know, it was always there. I've always been a huge Superman fan um, ever since. I mean, I still remember going to see Superman 2 in the theater as a kid. So, um, but where it really kicked in, where I really kind of sat up and got into the show was more around uh, season seven, season eight. Um, in my personal life at the time, I had, um, I mean, I, I would, I want to say lost my job, but it was more like my job just kind of evaporated. Huh. And and so it was kind the of a- lost you. Right. And so it was one of those things where at the time, my son's health issues had kind of settled out. We'd had our youngest child and I'd gone back to, a, I'd finally gotten a new job mm-hmm. and, um, but it wasn't, I'd spent my entire adult working career, and I, I say that from like age 17 until that point, which was, you know, I mean, I don't know, somewhere in my 30s, um, work with the same people. So I was at this new job, I was like in a cubicle, in the cubicle farm. Um, you know, it's quiet, nobody talks, everybody head down, working hard, you know. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, Smallville was kind of my lifeline, 
I kind of just kind of got into watching it. My wife and I were watching it together. Um, it kind of became appointment television at that point. Hmm. Um, and um, it's when I discovered podcasts at the same time. Hmm. And so, because uh, people at the office at that time were talking about listening to a lost podcast. My first reaction was immediately to go look for a Smallville podcast, <laughs> which was the first, you know, that was the first podcast I ever listened to. There was only really one at the time. Um, and and so I kind of got, and I kind of, between listening, I would listen to the podcast at work and kind of listen to them talk about the show. And at the same time, like I said, at that point we had a DVR and part of when I paid for it, it got me um, a cable channel as part of the deal that not, not a normal one I don't know what it was called HDNet I don't know what it was but they had the rights to re-air Smallville oh. so so I was able to they were showing like two episodes in the morning and two episodes in the evening wow. from different seasons they were they would show two in a two in a row and so at that point I kind of got caught up with Smallville I kind of got caught up on the, all the bits and pieces I'd missed Right. Uh, I kind of hit all the highlights, but I kind of got filled in. I got a lot more of season four than I probably wanted. Um, <laughs> well, next to us. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of when I got into the show. And so, and, it, and it really for the next couple of years, and it's, and it's interesting, the last the last few seasons of Smallville coincided where I, I worked the only time in my life for a different, at this job where I was working not with my friends and who I consider family. After that period, right about the time, like literally right as Smallville ended, I got back with my friends and I've been working with them ever since. Right. So, so Smallville has this interesting place for me in my in my geeky life where um, during that period, which was kind of changing and upsetting in some ways and kind of I felt unsettled, like Smallville was just kind of this thing that it really became appointment television. I really looked forward to it. So part of why I think I'm really excited about what's happening is because for me, my favorite era of Smallville, just probably because it was such a emotional help for me at that time in my life, just kind mm -hmm. of a, a balm, if you will, yeah. um, is that last segment of the show where it really kind of became, to me anyways, it kind of became almost a almost a spin-off, I guess, almost a sequel show, kind of a Lois and Clark redo, per yeah. se, I guess, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so, and really, you know, that was when the show kind of, at least to me anyways, kind of really revolved around Lois and Clark and Tom Welling and Erica Durance. So right. that's kind of why, you know, just kind of to, that's where my fandom kind of lies. Like I kind of, again, the whole show I love. And I, when I went back, I really got into all of the characters, the characterizations, um, you know, uh, but they're kind of my, the beating heart of my Smallville fandom is, is that pair. So. Hmm. All right. Um, well, that's, you know, I find your, uh, your story kind of interesting because it's like, in some ways it's, it's almost like it's the reverse of mine. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I, I kind of regard that era when Smallville was on, it's like, that is a study of disaster, instability, you know, things are going, it's like the one stable thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, I honestly mm -hmm. believe this, like the one stable from the time that Smallville debuted until it ended, right. that was the one stable thing I had going. Literally everything else changed. Right. You know? Right. But it, it is weird that, you know, you talk to other 
Smallville fans, and they seem to have variations on our stories, where mm -hmm. this is this thing that they lived with for so long, it was always there, they never really went, I mean, there were times they were, they were so pissed off at the show that they couldn't even see straight, but they never really turned away from it. Yeah. And it's sometimes it's only whenever you look back at something, you're, you're like, my God, my life is totally different from where from from how it was when this whole adventure started. And mm -hmm. it's like it, it, when you think about it, that's actually kind of a good metaphor of the show itself, you know. So anyways. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, all right. Well, that, that's, that, that's good stuff. So thank you very much. Um, I got to tell you, you know, uh, there were rumors about Tom Welling making some kind of guest appearance guys. I am not kidding. And Dave, I don't know if you remember mm. this, but there were rumors about Tom Welling making some kind of appearance at like in character as Clark or as Superman or, or just what, you know, whatever. I think from the time that Arrow had its series premiere, oh wow, going right on through up to the current moment, just because there was so much overlap, just with the crew of the uh, of the different Arrowverse shows. Like if you watch the credits on those shows, you're gonna recognize some of the names from the old Smallville days. And so, right. it, it you know this is kind of a, a, an organic outgrowth of Smallville, and so it seemed to a lot of people like it it. it there's no way that that Welling isn't going to be on there sooner or later. And I remember that it reached a fever pitch, I should say. Like, do you remember when this went, like, July or August or something like that? People were saying, guys, there are rumors about this. This is real. We don't have an official announcement yet, but one's coming. And so th this is a real thing that's going to happen. Do you, do you remember that, like, a couple months ago? A uh, little bit. Yeah, I think I kind of noticed something about that. Um I, it kind of blinds me a little bit. I've been so busy. I've kind of dropped off my geek news following as much as I used to be. Mm. So I just happened to like, when I was texting you in the aforementioned uh, geek out, um, I just happened to see that and it just kind of, it, it kind of blindsided me. I actually hadn't really, I had seen all the room. I'd seen all the talk about the crossover mm -hmm. and I knew that um, Ralph was coming back. I saw that, you know, yeah. that was kind of the last bit of information that I saw, um, you know, and so I kind of kind of washed off because I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't really watched much of the Arrowverse. I just I don't really watch much television anymore. And so mm. um, I, I binge watched a little bit of uh, Flash mm. enough yeah. enough to be like, wow, this is pretty much, you know, it just gave me a lot of Smallville vibes. Mm -hmm. And I liked it, but I just, you know, again, I got, I, I watched a little bit and kind of walked away. And so and hadn't thought much about it. And, you know, and this is what's making me stand up and kind of, hmm, okay, you know, take notice. <laughs> All right. So. Well, the, uh, you know, I, yeah, I've kind of, the best I could say, like on the best day I ever had, you know, the most I, I'm willing to say is that I've got a murky relationship with the Arrowverse. But uh, mm -hmm. maybe, you know what, the less said about that, the better. Um, <laughs> I was on the record. Okay, I don't mind admitting this. I was on the record long, loud, and often that I was a bit skeptical of Tom Welling ever coming back to this character ever again. Um, there are a lot of reasons for that. I think probably the most obvious is, you know, dude played the guy, uh, this character, for 10 seasons on the show. Yeah. And this is going to be the defining element of his career for the rest of his life. And I think he knows that. 
And so he just, you know, um, I haven't made a big deal of talking about this, but I have met Tom Welling. I mean, I met him at um, a pandemic in, uh, I guess it was almost exactly a year ago, actually. And um, mm -hmm. uh, I met him and this was the first con that my wife and I had been able to go to together for a pretty long time. So it was a big deal for us. And plus, we're meeting all these Smallville uh, cast members. There's there's Welling, Rosenbaum, Schneider. I mean, obviously, there's one in particular we're probably never going to meet now. But, uh, you know, it, but that, yeah. this right here is three more than we ever thought we'd meet. And I got to tell you, you know, this whole kind of meathead jock image that Tom Welling has, I mean, that's in the nicest way possible. It, it's not just an image. I mean, that's that's who the guy is, you know. And yeah. um, so, you know, he's a nice guy, but... I, Sometimes, you know, like you meet people at a con and you're like, you know, under other circumstances, I could see being friends with this person. You know, I mean, it's never going to happen because, you know, things are what they are. Right. But in some alternate universe out there, it wouldn't be a shock to discover this person and I are actually best friends. Whereas I'm, I'm at Welling. And, and again, don't take this the wrong way. He's a great guy. I'm glad I met him. This is not somebody I would. I could ever see being like close personal friends with, you know, it's just, yeah, he's just not. Yeah. And, um, so, but one of the things that, that I noticed whenever I was talking to him about the show was he kept talking about this as a, he didn't come right out and say it, but it's like the context of his remarks is this is a chapter of his life that is closed. He's happy that he, he's happy for it to be closed and so forth to for him to come back mm. to the character now, <clears throat> Um, I got to tell you, I, you know, you kept using the word blindsided just a second ago. Blindsided doesn't even begin to cover it. Like my reaction. Right. I would have bet you money. Even a week ago, I would have been happy to bet you money. This is impossible. It's never going to happen. Don't bother asking. And yet here we are. And yeah. so one of the things that I thought was sort of interesting about the announcement was it would all of the news headlines, all of the quotes that people were making, uh, Greg Berlanti and others, everything that we're seeing about this <clears throat> has been careful to mention the fact that Tom Welling is playing Clark Kent. So where are you coming from with that? Like, just presuppose for a moment that Tom Welling as Clark is all we see. There's no Superman stuff. Right. What are your thoughts? Like, how do you react to that? Well, I mean, there's a part of me that wants to be like, oh, you know, a little disappointed. Mm -hmm. But at the, but at the same time, I kind of feel like it fits in tone, I guess, with the whole concept of Smallville as a show was always about the lead up to Superman. Mm -hmm. So part of them kind of sticking with it, kind of, um, I don't know if that I don't know if say that honors the show, I guess, or maybe just kind of keeps it going. Um, you know, I mean, it could just be looked as like, maybe it'll be played for humor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of a joke that we never see him as Superman. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> then again, maybe they're just trying to, to keep it on the down low. Maybe we'll actually see something. Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard. I, I, I always want to, I don't want to write the story for the the writers i feel like mm -hmm. that's a dangerous road to go down because it just pretty much universally leads to disappointment mm -hmm. so um 
uh, see Star Wars, comma, the fandom. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, if it had just been Tom and they were like, yeah, he's going to be Clark, but he's not going to be Superman, I would have kind of, and I did. Well, here's how it all played out. I saw a, a comment, I think, was it a day apart? That yeah. we were texting each other, yeah. yeah. And so I and and so that was kind of what I thought in my head. I thought, well, he's going to come in, have a little cameo, maybe talk to somebody on the phone, you know, like Lois, mm. and then it'll be like some little one scene moment, and it'll be like, yay, you know, it's all come together. But then the next day, when they announced that Erica was coming back, that completely changed the dynamic in my head. I thought, okay. It, in my mind, that means it's something a lot more substantive than just Tom's going to show up on set for a day and they're going to put him in a red shirt, you know, and he's going to, you know, or whatever, you know. So I, I feel like if it's the two of them and their chemistry and the way that they work together, I'm okay without it being a special effects Superman suit type moment, hmm. if that makes sense. Uh, no, uh, believe me. Yeah, no, that, that absolutely makes sense. Um, you know, I didn't want to look, uh, basically the way I, generally what I do is, you know, if, if somebody e e uh, emails me something and mm -hmm. they don't tell me not to read it on mic, I assume that I get to read it on mic, right. but any other way of, uh, people have of contacting me, I kind of regard that as a confidential sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. You did actually make a, uh, some comments, you know, in the text, uh, text messages that we were having about the outfit. And so, um, you know, with your permission, I could sure. read, read, okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, what you wrote and this, again, this was, um, this was on Thursday. Wait, was this there? Yeah, this was Thursday. Yeah. And I had gotten home. That's what it was. Okay. So, uh, or I had been home for a while at that point. Um, uh, Dave, uh, sent me this message. He says, uh, I kind of wish they would put him in the MOS suit just to stir the pot. And <laughs> I forgot I said that. <laughs> and you know what? I, I have to tell you, um, I didn't really think a whole lot about it, you know, at the time. Yeah. But I'm thinking about it now and I, that was just kind of an offhand, uh, you know, comment that you made. It was kind of a joke, you know, and, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, I, I, I did actually chuckle at that, but you know, it's like the more I think about it, you know, the more I think that's actually not a bad idea. You know, it real. I'm, I don't know if, well, you know, a, a suit tailored for Henry Cavill will fit Tom Welling, but that or something Henry's similar. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, do Yeah. He's large and in charge. I mean, Look, Welling, Welling is no midget. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, but uh, I don't, you know, oh, everybody's yeah. body is just so specific. I don't know if that would work, right. but that suit or something similar to it, mm -hmm. you know, that would be very different from anything else that's in the Arrowverse right now where all of their costumes look more like plastic. Right. You know, this actually has a, a kind of an alien sort of texture to it. Yeah. And honestly, anything that doesn't require him to wear some variation on the Superman returns outfit. I'm pretty much okay with, you know, right. so I'm, well, I'm kind of, well, I know that Brandon is involved. And so that was kind of where my mind, even though I said it as a joke, that's kind of where my mind went. I thought, okay, well, Brandon's probably going to wear his suit if that's what's happening. So mm -hmm. 
you know, and at the time, I know that they just probably used the Superman Returns suit because it was the current suit they had, and they were kind of always in the in the realm of Smallville doing this pseudo um, uh, homage, if you will, to mm-hmm. like the 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 cinematic Superman era. Mm-hmm. So I just thought put put Tom in the Man of Steel suit, you know, just to see if. It works, you know, because that's the current on-screen incarnation of Superman until they decide to reboot it or change it or whatever. He, that's that's officially right now. That's still the current Superman. Yeah. So, like, love it or hate it. Um, yeah. No, I, yeah. I, you know, I, I agree with you on that. And um, honestly, I'm look, you know, you 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 kind of touched on this, but you know, this is a point I do kind of want to draw out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You you mentioned that when news of this first broke, all we knew at that time on Thursday last week was this is going to or this past week, I should say. Uh, all we knew on that Thursday was that Tom Welling was going to be coming back in character in some capacity or another. Mm-hmm. Now, I mentioned to you off mic, you know, that I was kind of worried about, you know, if I did this episode solo might come off as a little bit too much of like negative Nancy. Yeah. Um, but what what I thought might be a, at least a possibility was, you know what, this could be just like a, uh, a, a five or ten minute scene. You know, basically, it, it's a day of shooting for, for Welling. He shows up. Okay, guys, I did it. You can stop asking. Leave me alone. I did this one scene. You got what yeah. you wanted. But when news of Erica Durant's joining in on on uh, this crossover when that news broke as with you that to me that really did change the tone and the tenor of yeah. my reaction to this the i'm not trying to set my set myself up for any kind of a disappointment or anything look welling can wear the outfit or he cannot wear the outfit and if he doesn't how is that any different from any other day but yeah. if you're going to go to such a to such a level as to bring both of them back to me what I want to believe again I don't care if he wears the outfit or not I, I I really don't but I do want Wellings Clark and Durance's Lois to I want more than just one scene at this point you know I want them yeah. even if it's just they're in one episode like of this I think it's five episodes or something like that right. even if they're only in one episode of this entire crossover together you know what? I'm okay with that. But I, I I want more than just one scene with them, is, is what I'm trying to say. And uh, I don't know if you're necessary. See, the, the, the impression I have always gotten from you, always gotten from you, yeah, is that you are just fundamentally, you're less hard-headed, you're less picky, you're less thrown to tantrums than I am. And so, you know, there are, in some ways, I do kind of look to you to be like the mature voice in the room where I'm sitting there cursing and <laughs> smashing things. It's like, well, you know, this could actually be good because of, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's yeah. the most obvious thing in the world. And for some reason, it didn't occur to me. So, like, is it, are you on the same page with that? Do you want more than just one scene or is one scene going to do you? You know, <clears throat> again, I think I, I, I definitely want more than one scene. I would, I'm with you, I think the ideal situation in my mind is that they can essentially get an episode's worth of material. Yeah. Now, if that means it's an episode of Arrow, or if it's an episode of Flash, 
Um, I don't really care because, again, I'm not really that invested into any of the Arrowverse shows. Mm-hmm. If it's spread out over all five shows, mm-hmm. you know, that means I got to watch five shows I, I'll be completely lost on. But I would, I'm with you. I, I, I feel like if you have the two of them, well, what I'm really hoping for, and again, I try not to set myself up for a disappointment, but I kind of want a follow-up. You know, the last episode of Smallville kind of had a bit of a time jump, you mm-hmm. know. And so I, it just, it would be really fun if they have the two of them to really kind of put a coda on Smallville as a show. Mm-hmm. And so I guess if I have any hopes or expectations, it's really just kind of the hope of hearing about the Smallville universe. If mm. they're on screen long enough that we can kind of get a feel for what happened in the future to the main players of Smallville. You know, what what's going on with Oliver? What's going on with Lex? You know, because if, if, if they're in an episode, an episode's worth of content, we can get that kind of information. If it's a scene, we're just going to get Lois and Clark. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just, we're just going to get them. We're going to get that flavor. Hopefully a couple good one-liners, you know, some of that Lois spunk, and then it's <laughs> going to be done. You know what I mean? Like, But if we can get an episode's worth, then we can actually realistically, in my mind, get to where we're kind of talking about what's up in the universe of Smallville that will now continue, will now establish that it exists in it, you know. So that's kind of where my head's at when it comes to the content of it. I know that they've done a Smallville comic that continued the story and kind Mm -hmm. of allowed them to do bigger, bolder, crazier things than they were able to do on the show. I haven't read any of it. I've kind of, every now and then when I think about it, I'll go poke around on the internet but nobody's looking at work and I'll kind of try to, you know, um, read up and kind of see like the gist of the storyline just to kind of, you know, which seems like it was pretty interesting, but I haven't read any of it myself. So I don't know if they would even consider themselves to be holding to any of that story. I know that's well, kind and, of a um, but... Well, see, and, that, and, and that's the thing. I mean, <clears throat> I, I haven't really made up my mind yet if I'm going to talk about the season 11 comic or not. I'm Right. Sometimes I'm open to the idea. Other times, you know, I don't know. Um, but what I'll say, though, is um, one of the... Um, one of the big talking points when, when the title was first announced, it was written by Brian Q. Miller, a, a, a staff writer for the show, mm-hmm. somebody who knows the show in and out. This is just about the guy that you would want to write a Smallville comic book, like a spinoff comic book, right? you know, a continuation. He's pretty much the guy that you'd want. And um, he, he made this comment in more than one interview where he said, guys, you need to know, this comic book is canon. Okay, mm-hmm. this is happening in the Smallville universe. If there's ever a continuation of Smallville, this is going to be in continuity. And so at the time I thought, well, look, easy for you to say when at that time, like 2012, 2013, something like that, right. it didn't look like there would ever be any kind of meaningful continuation of Smallville. Talk is cheap, you know, <clears throat> but here we are. And I don't want to give too much away with the season 11 comic book, but it isn't very hard to see how that storyline could tie in directly with uh, Arrow, you know? Oh. And so, um, you, I mean, uh, you know, 
I'm not trying to be insensitive. Stevie Wonder can see that, you know? And yeah. so one of the one of the thoughts that I had was that, you know, I don't know how in-depth they want to go with a comic book that, let's face it, in the big scheme of things, most people have never read. But something that at least is... Right. It's This is still consistent with the comic book, even if it, in a certain kind of way it is a recapitulation of it. It's still consistent with it, you know? And so... I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things where this can be as big, like the Smallville portion of it, because honestly, I, I I could give a crap about the Arrowverse when it comes down to it. My interest in this really is Smallville, and the Smallville component of this, it can be as big as the showrunners want it to be, or it can be as small as they want it to be, and, and it's, not to draw a pun, the sky really is the limit here, you know? Yeah, And so another comment that you made, um, again, you know, you seem to be a step ahead of me in all of these different exchanges that we have and kudos, by the way, but you do seem to be a a step away was you said words to the effect of, okay, so when's the Rosenbaum announcement going to come? You know, when are we going to hear that Michael Rosenbaum (laughs) is joining in on this too? And I got to tell you, you know, the thought hadn't... I was still trying to process the idea of Tom Welling having anything to do with the Arrowverse as Clark. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I, I get the double whammy of Erica Durant's coming back as Lois. And now here you come with the coup de gras, asking <laughs> arguably the most important question of all, what's going on with Lex? And right. you know what? Again, if this if this was still Thursday... I would say, why would why would you even ask? You know, but it's like <laughs> we've got Welling now, we've got Durant's now. Right. There's really only one name, really, to do with Smallville that we're missing. I mean, yeah, there's some other stuff, but let's face it, Lex. Yep. So, where are you with that? Like, is is this yet another uh, table turning game changer? If it comes out, say next week. Hey, Rosenbaum's coming back too, guys. So, uh, Merry Christmas. Um, or because I mean, like, I don't know about you, but look, it's one thing to have Tom Welling on the show just by himself. Yeah. You can maybe get a scene out of that. Like he has just this little two or three or five minute uh, cameo appearance in and out. He's done. Erica Durant's comes in. Okay. I think we need a little bit we need something a little bit more substantive now. If you're going to justify bringing both of those characters back, then damn it, you need to justify it. Right. But you bring in Lex, and now all of a sudden, this is <laughs> this this is not this cannot be just uh, uh, just one segment of the show, just one eight, little eight oh, minute. No. Bit. Now you really do have serious dramatic responsibilities that you need to pay off. So, right. um, without again without intentionally setting you up for disappointment Mm -hmm. hypothetically let's say that it does come out rosenbaum is coming back it's official signed sealed delivered Mm -hmm. where where is your head on that where are you coming from in my mind that means that essentially whatever this crossover is whatever and again because i'm not up on the Arrowverse. I don't know like what the setup has been for this crossover. I don't know if it's just coming out of the blue or if it's something they've been building towards in their individual shows. But in my mind, if we get Rosenbaum back, Mm -hmm. 
if that dream scenario happens, then in my mind, the entire crossover, the backbone of it is Smallville. It's mm-hmm. the foundation. And the idea, and in my mind, then it becomes a, a story of, it's it's Lex's shenanigans that are leading to this whole thing. You know, it's Smallville universe bleeding into the Arrowverse in terms of um, dimensional crossover, if you will. You know, so in my mind, then it becomes it's a Lex plot, and it's and and Clark is doing his Clark thing in his universe, trying to stop him. And in the midst of his adventure, he finds himself in the Arrowverse. That's in my mind. That's how that would be the the, the backbone of the structure of what. If I was if I was the writer in the writers' room, that's what I would I would lay down as my foundation. That essentially we're seeing a Smallville story taking place that that happens to now cross over onto these Arrowverse, oh, yeah. and not vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where my head would be at if if they got Michael back. Now, the realistic part of me says that Erica and Tom do the heavy lifting and Michael does a cameo if they announce. But again, I don't know. I mean, I've, I went to Dragon Con accidentally a year ago. Um, ha- happened to be in town when it was there, and then so I went for a day. Happened to be want, wandering down a hallway and saw a Smallville panel. Happened to walk in and there was Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. <laughs> and they were fantastic. They oh, were yeah. absolutely fantastic. Michael Rosenbaum was, he was hilarious. Yes. Um, some guy got up and tried to leave the panel early and Michael Rosenbaum literally jumped up out of his seat said what the hell this is bullshit and like chased him down like ran down in the crowd grabbed the guy made him sit back down it was priceless oh my god Uh, wow but he's just i mean he is he's a funny guy and i feel like um if he came back he really could kind of hang the whole crossover multiverse adventure around him you know kind of play homage to the fact that Smallville is the is the um, is the mighty foundation upon which the Arrowverse stands, um, and kind of you know pay homage to it. I keep saying that phrase. I'm trying to find another one in my head, but um, and kind of build on it and kind of yeah, kind of celebrate that that where it all began kind of feeling and. Um, so that's kind of where my head's at. If, if if that dream scenario comes true, like you said, if Christmas comes early and it um, all comes to pass, I don't even. I'm not. Here's a little more inside baseball. I mean, I don't even know where they're at in production and when this whole crossover is supposed to take place. I kind of glossed over that part. I was just too too much thinking about the Smallville potential. Yeah. I don't know how far out it is or when it's coming and how much time they have to write all this and execute it. So I don't know. I thought it was a, a November or December type of air date. I mean, we're oh okay. It, yeah. It's it's on the horizon, but I don't think we're like super close. So. Right. So that means yeah. Actually, yeah. you know what? Uh, now that you mention it, yeah, I guess that is kind of a Christmas present. Okay, so there you go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and and I think yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know if Michael. I don't know what Michael's up to these days. I don't know if he's super busy, but I kind of feel like it's been enough time that they could probably get him get him back I think you know and you know what have him wear a really bad wig have go get Gene Hackman's wig from 
first movie and have him wear it just as a joke. I mean, you know, don't make the poor guy shave his head again. <laughs> so. Well, the um, uh, I don't want to get too far ahead with uh, my uh, uh, with uh, Magnus talks about Smallville, like the season ten era. Right. Right. But uh, some people came back to the show that season, you know, and yeah. um, <clears throat> two of them, uh, you know, character-wise, two of them were dead. Uh, one of them was John Schneider, and the other was John Glover. Mm. And, you know, other people came back too, but for me, those were the biggies. And yeah. for Schneider, was that a dream, or was that a fever uh, vision that Clark was having? Was that Jer- or Jonathan's ghost? And it's like, mm. it's like mm. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's back. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Right. That's, and same thing with Glover. You know, it's like, well, it's not really Lionel. It's Lionel from Earth too. It's like, who cares? No, I don't. No, 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 no. Doesn't matter. He's back. Right. And right. and it's kind of the same thing. You know, Rosenbaum coming back to uh, the the character. Look, uh, he can shave his head. He can wear the skull cap again. He can wear a bad wig I, I don't care it, it doesn't matter he's back that matter exactly. put a um, baseball cap on him <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we, we've seen lex in a in a baseball cap on that show before it's not it's not unheard of there is precedent yeah because it doesn't matter if he's back yep. and so um one of the things though that it, it sort of made me wonder about was there seems to be a theme going on here uh we've got God help us, for better or for worse, Brandon Routh coming back as Superman. Yes. Fine. It's it's done. I can't change it. It's it's over. Fine. Now we've got Welling coming back, and it just kind of makes me think. You know, who's missing from that list? <laughs> and it one of the things that I that I that you're I just tr- noticed. You're you're trying to get me to geek out hard, aren't you? <laughs> well, not necessarily on, on purpose, but. <clears throat> One of the things that I've noticed um, is that Smallville has a fan base. And this idea that it has 100% overlap with the Arrowverse, I'm sorry. I don't care what anybody says. That is a misnomer. Because just between you and me, Mm -hmm. well, here are two people. I watch The Flash, but that's it, you know? And you, you don't really seem to watch any of it. I know for a fact, a fact that a crap ton of Smallville fans do not tune into the Arrowverse. So you announce to the entire world that two, possibly three, but two for sure, major cast members of the show are coming back in character. I assure you, the great majority of the Smallville fan base will be tuning in. And so whatever fan base that Superman Returns has, here again, it's a mistake to assume that every single one of those fans already watches the Arrowverse. For Brandon Routh, God help us all, to come back as Superman, a lot of Superman Returns fans who don't really get in as much to the Arrowverse, they're going to be tuning into that. And so it hit me. Yeah. More than any of those other properties, more than Smallville, more than Superman Returns, Lois and Clark fans, the folks, they do not tune into the Arrowverse. They don't. But if it gets announced tomorrow that Terry Hatcher is coming back as Lois and Dean Cain is coming back as as Superman, I promise you, I guarantee you, they will tune in. And it, it, and it kind of started making me think, you know, you're going to have all of these different fandoms 
yeah. that are tuning in. It's like, I, you know what? All of a sudden, I don't really know what the ratings for, for these episodes are really going to be like now. Yeah. yeah. It could be, you know, the sky, again, could truly be the limit here. And now, of course, there's John Wesley's ship. I don't know what role he's going to be playing. Like, is he going to be Barry slash The Flash again? Mm-hmm. Or, or what? I mean, you know, again, it's there is precedent. He did that last season. He he showed up as the Flash. So, what what's wow. going to happen? You know, and yeah. Um, and I don't know. Like, I mean, let, let's face it. The John Wesley Ship Flash show. I don't know if that was really around long enough to build up a dedicated fan base. But anything, you know, I think at this point, every little bit is going to make a pretty big difference. Yeah. And it just kind of makes me think that, you know, I mean, Burt Ward, I don't, again, I don't know what character he's going to be playing, but if it's Robin, or for that matter, you know, that version of Dick Grayson having graduated and then retired, graduated to being Batman and then retired from being Batman, well, there again, there is a fan base for that show that does not watch the Arrowverse, and if he's coming back in character as Dick Grayson, those people are going to watch, I assure you. And it just, it, it kind of makes you think the number of, I've never seen anything like this is the point. I've never seen, you know, people can say whatever they want about Marvel doing this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. I have never seen any show, any movie, any anything go to the links. It looks like the Arrowverse is going to embrace everything that's come before. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to just roll that out there and let you react to it. Well, and I, I didn't even go that far. I thought maybe you were, I thought maybe you were poking towards trying to get a uh, Cavill to show up. And uh... oh, jeez, yeah, no, I, my mind won't even allow me to go there. I would love it. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, but you know, I, you and you bring up a great point, and and it's interesting because I think the nice part about um, uh, you know, a rising tide raises all ships, you know. And I feel like every successful geek property we've had over the last generation has just made this stuff easier and, and more um, able to execute, you know. And like you said, you know, we have the, the Marvel movies have kind of done that thing where they've kind of brought everybody in and look at that. And now we're kind of getting it on a television level. And I think, I think, yeah, I think it's a smart idea to go with, you know, because there is a point where you can kind of let the geeks fill in the blanks mm-hmm. and just bring people in. You know, you don't have to explain everything, yeah. you know. Now, I think that would be neat in concept. The Smallville fan of me would be annoyed that it would take uh, focus away from <laughs> America and Tom. <laughs> but it still would be kind of cool. But again, then again, if, you know, we're, we're talking about a five-show crossover, right? I mean, that's how many yeah. shows they have to deal with. So again... You could have an overarching story where on each of the five different shows you get a focus on some type of uh you know in, in another infinite earth coming in to to kind of cross over you know and so then then it just becomes the real question of which show crosses over where and what's the overarching story and when do we get the crazy scene with everybody standing there so yeah, because you know that you know that's going to happen, you know. So right. Yeah, when's it going to be? And so, um, so it begs the question. Then the only people I think you've left out is: Do we need 
do we how do we get Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill in there? Oh, Kevin Conroy apparently is already in. Mm. Uh, Mark Hamill done. I don't know. I don't know. He's probably busy. He'll be a little busy in in uh, the next couple months. So. So it seems. Um. I don't know. I, I, don't know. <laughs> I think it would be really neat. I think there's a lot of potential there. You know, even if it's just. The more obscure, maybe the more just a quick, you know, somebody standing there, homage, you know, um, Easter egg, if you will, for somebody, you know. Because like you said, these fandoms aren't, some of these people aren't watching the Arrowverse already, you know, but um, the older the show, maybe the more obscure the audience, maybe the less you need to spend time on it. Yeah. But, um, gosh. You know, yeah, it would be it's, nice. Yeah. It's the kind of thing you can get away with nowadays, I think. It would that would actually matter. Um Well, and you know, like the Cavill thing, um, you know, it is nice to think about. Uh honestly, I don't necessarily need closure with uh Smallville because in a in in a big way, I think I've already for the most part, I've gotten as much of that as we're ever likely to get. Right. And so I'm 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 fine with whatever. Lois and Clark, I do kind of want some closure on but it's like i want closure on that in a very specific kind of way i would want like a revival of that show independent of the arrowverse but you know if it happens it's great if it doesn't happen well nobody lied to me you know uh, they right. said that's the end and that truly was the end so you know even though that's the i mean that is the end it really wasn't the conclusion but it is the end so again no one lied but <laughs> I got to tell you, man, um, Cavill's tenure with the character, I think maybe more than anything, that mm. one I do want some closure with, you know? Um, yeah. I'm kind of on the record for not being, you know, high on Justice League. I didn't like that movie. I thought it was, yeah. a, 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 it, it was, I, I thought it was just, I'm just going to say it. I thought it was a train wreck. Uh, that movie, I, I wasted money on a ticket to see that movie. That's just the way I feel about it. Right. And so from my standpoint, you know, in, in terms of my canon of the character or Cavill's incarnation of the character, mm -hmm. he's still in the grave, man. And I I would want some sort of closure with that. And if the Arrowverse is the only way I can get it, because it looks like that's the only real possibility at this point. Bring I'll take on. what I can get, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm uh, with you there. I'm with you there. So, yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, that was basically like just this mental checklist I've got that pretty much checks all the boxes. Now, do you have any items that I haven't asked you about? Is there anything you want to throw in? Hmm. Erica Durance is really pretty. So I'm looking forward to that. Other than that. Have you ever met her? <laughs> no, no, uh, I would, I'd make a fool of myself. I think if I did, <laughs> Well, um, I have. I uh, I met her, and um, you know what? There's probably an. She told me this a little piece of, and I'll, I'll tell you about it off mic. But she probably doesn't want me blasting this out to the entire, well, to my uh, dozens, right, and dozens right. of listeners across the world. You know, she probably doesn't want me saying that. But uh, yeah, there is a little. She actually did share something personal with me, and uh, but you know, more than anything, you know, um, she was just she was a very warm and very friendly person. She'd only started doing cons like shortly before I met her. Mm -hmm. She was cool. She had funny stories. Um, she just seems like, uh, just, she seems like she's one of the good people, you know, she really does. Oh, yeah. 
I, well, yeah. and that's the thing. I, I, I brought her up as a, that as a joke, but I, was, I just wanted to reiterate if I didn't get it across. Really, I'm really excited for her to come back because she's, I think she's a great actress. And it's interesting. I think about this a lot because I'm kind of a, a person that watches. That's my thing. I watch movies. I watch TV shows. You know, I just kind of like that. That's my that's my hobby or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I always feel bad sometimes, you know, when I see somebody like that where you kind of like, OK, like they had a big hit show for a long time and then they just kind of disappear. I know she's been working. I know she's had other shows and things. And, and but you know, and it, so I just think it's great to see someone who did a role so well be able to be able to come back and and do it some more. Yeah. So um, I don't know. You know, the whole thing, I, I I'm happy with Erica and Tom. If anybody else gets to come back, more the merrier. I'm I'm stoked because they were all great. I mean, Smallville, it's just a. Here, let me um, kneel at the throne of Magnus for a minute. I mean, that's one of the reasons I love your uh your show um because it uh expresses way better than i can how much i enjoy that show and how i think how well it was done how well it was written and 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 uh and acted i love the actors on smallville i mean they just were from top to bottom in my mind were great um <laughs> you know so if anybody came back that you know um i'd be excited to see them um I followed them another. I mean, I watched Longmire just for Cassidy Freeman. Um, so you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she is an interesting woman, dude. Just interesting to look at. She's wow. Yeah, there's yeah. somebody that you definitely want to see things work out for. She just seems like a cool person. You know, she really does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I've had a few friends. We were able to interview her on a, on their uh, podcast, and she was she was great. Um. Yeah, so I mean, this this whole thing, I'm really I'm really stoked. Um, uh, it's kind of interesting. I, I've just gotten caught up on uh, your Smallville retrospective. I, I'm about ten minutes from finishing your latest episode. Hmm. So, um, and uh, let me just publicly say, uh, the longer you want to spend on season season seven, uh, go for it. Oh, that's, that's fine. <laughs> if you need to do one episode per episode whatever Stacey will let you get away with. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. But, uh, no, I mean, I just, you know, and again, like I tried to express earlier, like Smallville's got a special place in my heart. Like it was a, it was a, a show that became the thing I needed at the time I needed it. And, and again, those two people are Tom and Erica. If that's all we get out of this, I am over the moon about it. Um, because they're just they're just fun they're fun to see um it's fun to watch you know tom play the straight man to her 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 zaniness and uh so you know bring this on i'm i'm excited i'm getting excited so yeah and um i do think maybe that is a good place to to put a pin in it and say that you know as an actress erica durant's really does seem to bring out the best in tom welling as an actor Mm-hmm. That was something. Again, I, I I plan to get a little bit more into that whenever I talk about season eight. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, one of the things that became very apparent to me during season eight that you know you can laugh if you want, but it just it didn't really sink in for me completely in the mm-hmm. previous seasons was, you know, people can say anything they want about you know Tom Welling as an actor and everything that he is and everything that he isn't as an actor. 
Mm-hmm. But he is an amazing leading man. And mm-hmm. that be, that quality, arguably more so in season nine, but definitely, definitely in season eight, you know, you can you you can really get a, a, a better sense of the fact that, you know, there's a uh, there's a charm and there's a charisma and this kind of easygoing sort of grace that he's capable of mm-hmm. uh, portraying on screen. And that is not an easy thing to do. But, you know, he, he sort of dialed back his um, his performance that season so that because he knew, I guess, that he was going to have a crap ton of scenes with Erica Durant that year. And so because of that, you know, he kind of dialed his own performance back so that her her kind of zaniness, it, it would it would be a little bit more of a contrast. Yeah. And that was just an amazing season just in terms of their on screen dynamic with one another and the chemistry that they had, mm-hmm. you know, I know that they're actors who are playing roles. They're not actually in love with each other, but it's just like what they brought out in each other as performers. You absolutely, or at least I absolutely bought them as like an actual couple because yes. they were, they were hitting all of those notes that you hit whenever you're not just in love with someone, you have just started loving someone and right. you're in that kind of awkward moment of, you know, who's going to make the next move, you know? And uh, that's just a really good season just for that quality alone. And, and there's just gobs and gobs of that. So getting more of that, you know, I'm, this, I may end up eating my words later on. Obviously I don't know what the storyline is going to play out as, but I, I got to tell you, getting more of that cannot mm. possibly be a bad thing. Can it? No. No. And, and, and I, and I really appreciate what you said about Tom as a leading man. Like I just, when you said that I had a picture in my mind of him kind of standing there in the center of all these other Arrowverse guys. And I literally can just see him like leading them. Like I can really see him as like, you know, whoever is playing whatever in this universe, you know, uh, the fact that he's got his own arrow that's different from the arrow in the Arrowverse, but like he is the Superman. Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's what I'm really excited about most too is the the idea that he will take his place. Like he'll him coming in will basically, in my mind, will cement that no matter what goes on in the Arrowverse before or after, he'll always be the Superman. Like you know. Yeah, I agree. So, all right. Well, uh, I think that's basically the end of everything that I had to say. So uh, normally right around here, this is where I would give my uh, uh, guest an opportunity to uh, uh, plug their podcasts. But uh, except for this experiment that you flirted with, uh, I want to say it was like about a year ago or a year and a half. Yeah. I'm not aware of you having any podcasts, but do you have, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. No. um, But do you have like plans perhaps? Well, I do uh, a podcast with uh, Chris Tyler and Jonathan Kreitz we, where we cover uh, Stranger Things. So we have cast protection. So um, where we kind of... I didn't of, know you were a regular on that. Okay. Yeah, oh. that's me. Um, but we just do that. Um, we're kind of a little behind. Real life has gotten in the way. We were going to record this week, actually, and poor Jonathan spent like 24 hours without power the day we were going to record. So <laughs> hmm. we get it out in fits and spurts. But... You can find me there um, on the occasional guest spot on uh, Two True Freaks Network. And, um, 
Yeah, I've got kind of a side project I poke around with, you know. I basically just rant and rave about geeky stuff to myself in the car and <laughs> and never never release it to anybody but my friends because it's embarrassing. But um you know what? Yeah. I wasn't going to say it. Wasn't going to say it, but I you no. know, I got to tell you, you know, it um that is whenever you sent me those episodes, I got to tell you that was one of the most original podcasting ideas I have ever heard. So I, I didn't want to put pressure on you about that, but it's like, no. but now that it's no. kind of public, dude, if you want to act, if you actually want to make that show, mm. I am so in. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, and I, I, I you know, it, it's funny because, so here's the thing. I kind of alluded to it earlier a little bit, like in my early life, my job, I worked with a bunch of my friends, which okay. had its advantages and its disadvantages. Um, it's disadvantages that we, we got very little work done. Um, but the advantage was we would spend most of every day just talking about geek stuff, you know, just all day long, hours on end. Um, Smallville being one of the subjects. And so, uh, you know, life went on. We've all kind of gone our separate ways. And even though I'm still working for this, the, the same boss um, for most of my life and now working with his children and, you know, I don't really work with, I don't have, I don't work with anybody that I can geek out with. In fact, now my current place at work I'm kind of sliding into management softly and I'm in an office with a bunch of girls that um, I occasionally will let it out and they'll just kind of stare at me (laughs) (laughs) and they're they're wonderful people I'm by by in a way the biggest geek in the room for sure and so that's kind of where that kind of came out was like I just would be driving to work and just thinking about this or that and um and just kind of, it would kind of break out of me and I just would turn on the phone and just start ranting out loud. <laughs> so I, I, I probably should do something with it. To, to be forewarned though, I mean like the kind of the idea that I was hoping to get at was that I would pretty much just record it on my phone, it would be rough and raw and I would just kind of throw it out there and call it a day. Minimal editing and minimal flair. Um, and it, it's just, Life's just taking me to places where I, it's, it's harder and harder to do this kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Kids are kids are older, I'm older. Yeah, yeah. You went on podcasting hiatus, you know, from which I speak. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, so that's where I'm at, and uh, I, I'm I'm. Thank you so much for having me on. I, I've wanted to 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 talk smallville with you for a long, long time. So. Uh, yeah, well, a uh, pleasure to do it. And I've, uh, I've got a couple of ideas for the future, but uh, at least for right now, I think that maybe should stay in the future. But uh, yeah. I, I don't really have too much else to say, so I think that's pretty much it. So bye, everybody. I will see you next time, I guess. Bye. We are out. Awesome. <laughs>
Okay, so I think that's just about the end of that. Trennis Magnus Punches Reality is a proud member of the Two True Freaks Podcast Network. You can find the home for Trennis Magnus Punches Reality at twotruefreaks.com. You can also find this show on Facebook just by searching for Trentus Magnus Punches Reality. There you can interact with your fellow listeners and also see notifications of new episodes when I put them up. My Facebook group is the only official place where you can find everything that has anything to do with this show. The reason for that is because I despise Twitter. Pretty much everything about Twitter sucks. So join the Facebook group today. Speaking of Facebook, you can friend me just by searching for Trentus Magnus, which is spelled T-R-E-N-T-U-S-M-A-G-N-U-S. You can email me and my parole officer at trentusmagnus at gmail.com. But remember, all feedback and correspondence emailed to me will be read on mic unless you request otherwise. So, if your email isn't intended for public consumption, don't forget to say so. Otherwise, I'll assume that you want your correspondence to be heard by my dozens and dozens of fans across the world. Do you have a suggestion for a topic? Feel free to email me, and I might consider thinking about the possibility of potentially discussing whatever you have in mind someday. And that's a promise! Since we're on the subject of feedback, Trentus Magnus Punches Reality can be found on iTunes just by searching for Trentus Magnus Punches Reality. Won't you take a moment to rate my show on iTunes? That helps new listeners find the show. And, just in case you don't think that I've given you enough shit to click on just yet, you can sponsor my show simply by going to twotruefreaks.com. There you can find the PayPal button, donate any amount at all, specify that you're sending Magnus some monetary love, and you will be an official sponsor of my show's very next episode, with your message read in the show's opener. It's that easy, and there's no minimum donation. Be a Trennis Magnus show sponsor today. I don't have a Patreon, because if you think that I hate Twitter, boy, just wait till you hear what I think of Patreon. So, if you want to throw some bucks my way, the Two True Freaks PayPal link is the way to do it. The contents of this podcast are fictitious, hypothetical, and probably completely unnecessary. Any similarity to living persons or real-life events is purely coincidental and void where prohibited by law, some assembly required, batteries not included, many will enter, few will win, the white zone is for passenger loading and unloading only, all models are over the age of 18. Trennis Magnus Punches Reality is a Magnus Media Enterprises Limited production in association with Demonsacor of Milan, Italy.
everybody, Magnus here. The hiatus is over and Trinus Magnus Punches Reality is back. And you know what else is back? Magnus talks about Smallville. My podcast, usual discussion about comics, movies, and TV shows, periodically gets put on hold so that I can go full fanboy on Smallville. Smallville is the most underrated live-action adaptation of Superman in all of history, and personally, it's my favorite live-action incarnation of Superman. And I'm not alone either, because listeners all around the world have been shocked to discover just how awesome Smallville is, and just how well it holds up to critical scrutiny. Now that the hiatus is over, I'm planning to continue my reappraisal of Smallville Phase 2 by taking a deep dive into the Sainted Season 7. Through the course of my discussion, I'll reveal why the Sainted Season 7 is my favorite season of Smallville's entire run, and I want you along for the ride. Check out Magnus Talks About Smallville, returning to Trinus Magnus Punches Reality in the summer of 2019. And listen for yourself about why Smallville in general and the Sainted Season 7 in particular are both awesome. Magnus talks about Smallville. Coming back soon to twotruefreaks.com.